This is Renovar Ministries, revealing Christ and renewing one heart at a time. Welcome to part two of our Valiant Living series, where we are exploring how to embrace life with conviction and valor for Christ. Let us pray together. Father, we thank you for your word. And we just pray that you will deepen our understanding and that you will open our hearts to you. Holy Spirit, we surrender to you. Have your way, Lord, in this time now, in Jesus' name. Amen. To take courage is a heart and mind decision. It is true that God does certainly strengthen us and fill us with courage, but we need to understand that he gives us a free will to choose to participate and to rise to the occasion. Throughout history, God has called his people to rise to the occasion. He has called them to be brave and courageous in key moments within their lifetime. At times, this may literally be staring face to face with danger or death. We see this through the lives of many martyrs who have stood up for Christ up until the point of death. Other times, God calls us to take courage and stand up for truth or to stand up in integrity when we do not agree with certain principles or practices. I know of a woman who was coerced into doing some illegal work by a senior executive. She was the only one working in her family and her children depended on her income. You can imagine how the enemy would have attacked with several lies. Lies like, this is all you're good enough for, so sin. Or at your age, you will never find another job, and especially with your minimal qualifications. So you might as well sin. But she quit her job and trusted God and followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. Another story of courage many years ago. After leaving Scotland as a young child, my mother grew up in the province of Masvingo, Rhodesia, which is now Zimbabwe. They live far out from town, a good 25 kilometers away, and in those days her closest neighbor lived 19 kilometers down the road. So you can imagine the amazing animal life they experienced as it was just bushveld that surrounded them with the odd dirt road in between. Snake was also a regular word in her vocabulary from a young age already, with cobras and wormslungs being the main snakes that the family encountered in that region. Walking down to the river was a daily family pastime, where she used to go with her parents and siblings and their dogs. On one occasion, she was riding her little tricycle down to the river. Little did she know that there was a very large venomous snake close to her. Within seconds, one of the family dogs spotted it and rose to the occasion and killed the snake instantly, saving my mother's life. Now, I'm not equating any of you to a dog here, but the way the dog responded to save my mother was sheer instinct. It was instantaneous. And I want to use this example. Church, there may be situations in your life where there won't be much time to contemplate your decision of courage. Accounts where you will literally have to stand up in courage instantly. That is why it is so important to have a solid relationship with the Lord and to know how to trust the leading and the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Joshua, the son of Nun, was a courageous man of God who truly understood the calamity of others not rising to the occasion in time. Joshua was under the leadership and training of Moses, 
after the Israelites escaped from Egypt. God originally sent Moses back to Egypt when he was 80 years old to oppose Pharaoh and to help rescue and free the Israelites. God told his people that his intention was to take them into the promised land where it would go well with them once again. The promised land is the land that they could have entered after a mere 11 days. Even though the Israelites had stood in faith and walked through the Red Sea on dry ground and witnessed miracles and signs and wonders, many still suffered from doubts and unbelief. Many even hardened their hearts to serving God. Therefore, God did not allow them to go into the promised land. Instead, they wandered around the desert. After two years of wandering since they had left Egypt, the Israelites were literally on the fringes of the promised land. It was a momentous opportunity for great hope and change. So Moses sent our 12 spies into the land to survey it and to come back with a report. The spies found the most wonderful food growing in the land of Canaan. The soil was good and nourishing. It was an amazing land. The word of God tells us in Numbers 13, 27, that the spies reported the following. We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. But truth be told, it was only Joshua and Caleb that believed that it was possible for the Israelites to actually possess the land. Can you imagine the God of the universe, our loving Father, committing to something good only to make it impossible for his people to obtain it? Of course not. A sad reality check is that the other ten spies were also God's people, but they too needed to rise to the occasion in courage. Instead, they failed dismally and gave a very negative report back. They reported the following to the people over and over again. They have a strong army of many people. We don't stand a chance. We see giants. There are giants in the land. There is no way we can face them. You see, church, they focused on their own strength and capabilities because that is where they had put their trust. They put their hope and trust in themselves and not in what God could do. Sometimes the biggest giants we face are the hidden, unseen ones before we even enter into the promised land. I like to call these the silent or stealth giants because they subtly attack God's children and keep them from living in victory. In the case of those 10 spies, they were facing giants like fear, uncertainty, self-reliance and religiosity. But as for Joshua and Caleb, they understood who their God was and what he originally promised them. God made a commitment to his people that he would take them into the promised land. And Joshua and Caleb believed in being an instrument in God's hand. They understood that it would be God's ability and strength through them and a team of courageous believers to conquer the land. But sadly, the other ten spies corrupted the minds of the other Israelites with their false realities and the people refused to make a move. They were stuck in unbelief and fear 
So the Lord sent them back into the desert. That means that for almost another 38 years, they were wandering in the wilderness. Throughout this time, Moses remained their leader. They then got to the very final stretch where they had a chance again to enter into the promised land. They were now in the plains of Moab. Moses passed away and Joshua took over his position. Even though Joshua was disappointed by the way things had worked out with the tribe of Israel, not having stood in faith and courage years before to possess the land, he remained strong, true and courageous to God. And Joshua bravely rose up to the occasion that God presented before him. In Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 23, we read the following. The Lord gave this command to Joshua, the son of Nun. Be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath. And I myself will be with you. Does it mean the journey would be easy? No, certainly not. It would take great courage to face any giant or strong army. But Joshua knew God was with him and the people. And that made all the difference. Church, let us be ready in season and out of season for moments when we need to rise up in courage. Let us spend time relying on the Holy Spirit and growing in the Lord so that when the day comes, we will be ready to face any giant, the hidden ones and the visible ones. In Jesus' name, I would really like to pray for each of you today. Let us pray together. Father God, thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, please reveal any hidden giants in the lives of your precious children. Lord, we trust you to expose them and to deal with them. Please draw us near to your heart, Father. And Spirit of Truth, we ask that you continue to give us your counsel. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord truly bless you this day, you and your household. Amen. Amen.